Hello, I'm Emma G. Rose, author of Contemporary Fantasy and Mythological Weirdness. Hi, I'm Shell Shearer, author of Urban Fantasy and Cozy Mysteries. Welcome to Indie Book Talk. Join us as we explore the expanding universe of indie books. So, Shelley, what have you been reading? I just finished The Panda of Death. <laughs> <laughs> the what? The Panda of death sounds intense <laughs> it's not it's a cozy mystery and it's got the cutest little fluffy red panda on the cover is that why you picked it up probably yes probably <laughs> <laughs> um it's part of a series called the gun zoo mysteries so um yeah i love a cozy mystery and this one had a red panda on it so i'm like ooh, pandas and mystery i am in i will read whatever this is now <laughs> Oh, 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 so it's a red panda. Yes. Oh, when I, I went to Hong Kong um, years ago, and when I was there, I had a few Hong Kong dollars left in my pocket in the airport, and I found this stuffed red panda, Aww. and I loved him, and he was adorable. And so I, I spent, you know, the few dollars so I didn't have to exchange it later, <laughs> and I brought him home, and he became the couch panda. <laughs> and so he lived on our couch. Which, if you've ever been to the zoo and seen a red panda, like, that's pretty much their jam anyway. They, like, lay around. And um, there's that picture that goes around the internet about them trying to look scary where they just lift their arms up. And I they're, love they're just... that so much. And she, she describes that perfectly in this book, even with the little sounds they make. And I love this little red panda. He's called Punya. He's the latest zoo, like, animal that came in. And I'm like, oh, I want him. Red pandas are big in this house. It's uh, my son's favorite animal. So your son has good taste. Yeah, we've done encounters with red pandas. We are we are red panda people. Oh my goodness! You so how does one do a red panda encounter? Do you get to hold it or like pet it or? You uh, you're not supposed to pet it. No. <laughs> <laughs> you um they they give you gloves. Um, just a nice too, but you get to feed them. So they come within like an inch of you. They, they come over and like look at you and they take a little bamboo from you and stuff and you just spend some time in their enclosure and if you happen to maybe have a finger that pets one for a second you know <laughs> I, I don't know when that would happen but it could it could it's possible okay and i would imagine they're soft <laughs> oh that's wonderful okay i feel like i've gotten us so off topic now <laughs> So we're reading a book. The whole reason why this book is me because um, I'm a big zoo person. I mean, our, our biggest not quite a joke is that when I retire, I'm going to have a, a, an exotic animal sanctuary with another friend of mine that is also zoo crazed. Um, so anything animal related or like exotic animals for zoos, I was all in. So um, that's how I found this series to begin with, and I hadn't realized it was book six. Um, the first book of the series is The Anteater of Death. So, <laughs> I really want to read these now. They're they're really well done. Um, so, I, I mean, cozies are normally very lighthearted and stuff, and there is a lot of lighthearted stuff in here, but there's also, there's a lot of family interaction going on and not just the quirky stuff. Um, there's a bit more serious things, like uh, someone did a DNA test and found a, a relative that they did not know they had in their family, and there was some coming together of two different families, um, all while a quirky mystery is going on in the background. But I was well more into the people than I was the mystery, um, okay. which is what I like cozies about. I, I like learning about the people. And I'm, 
I'm really interested in learning more about this one. The, the main character is Teddy Bentley. Uh, she's the one that works at the zoo. And there's a lot of like, behind-the-scenes zookeeping stuff because uh, the author also volunteers at a zoo. Uh, so I appreciate how well she has done that and really captured the animals. But she's also, the author is a, used to be a journalist and she's award-winning. So she's done all the hardcore um, journalism out there. So the, the cozy mystery sleuth, so to say, actually uses well-done research and searching for the solution for the mystery rather than just, you know, bumping into Ted and going, hey, that's that must have been why she got killed or something. <laughs> So what was this author's name again? Betty Webb. Betty Webb. And this is a series of zoo-related mysteries that she's done. It's called A Gun, G-U-N-N, Zoo Mystery. A Gun, Zoo Mystery. That sounds... I really do want to read these. The author has also done another mystery series of a, a darker theme, which pulls more on her journalist background. I mean, she... Did like the interviewing of U.S. presidents, astronauts, Nobel Prize winners. Um, so she has a lot that she pulled from for the darker series. Mm-hmm. I like the lighter ones, so I'll probably stay with the zoo series for a bit, but I do want to try out her other thing as well. But on top of the zoo, the the main character also used to live on a boat. So oh. there's a lot of harbor life going on in the background. So I'm, I really want to read the, the first five because I want to hear more about her on the boat and how she you know, got married to this sheriff and, you know, how this whole family came together. So did you feel like you were kind of, excuse the pun, at sea reading? (laughs) I know, that was so bad. I'm sorry. I'll see myself up. No, that's bad. Um, Did you feel like you were kind of lost because you were on book six or was it okay to just pick up wherever you happened to be? I was happy that it stood alone. Nice. I did come away feeling that I wish I knew more about these people because obviously they don't go into depth because they figure you're already invested and you know them, but at no mm-hmm. time was I lost. I knew I had okay. a firm idea of who everyone was. The quirky mother-in-law who lives in a cottage in the backyard, basically, who also writes zoo mysteries as a living, quote unquote. <laughs> so that was cute. Um, so yeah, I, I know who everyone was. I was never confused by the main characters or the family. So she did a great job of making it a standalone, but I, I feel you can really get more entrenched with the people if you like, you know, build with them throughout time. Mm-hmm. Well, but it's also says something that you're, you came away with like, oh, I just want to know more about these people. I do. I love because, people. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's really what a cozy is supposed to be all about, right? Where it just sort of like enfolds you in this lovely little world and you want to stay there forever. Right. I mean, the mysteries are always like, yes, of course there's a mystery, but it's more about the interactions between all the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, cozies could have anywhere from one to three or so bodies or anything else happening. Um, but she managed to bring that all along as well as keeping it well intertwined. Obviously one of her family members is accused of murder because that always has to happen. Of course. Um, but it all tied together really well. And she brought in like real life stuff as well. And the gorgeous bomb came along as well. So there was you know, some, a little bit of friction. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. not so much that lost me because cool. someone cheating on somebody will make me put down a book faster than just about anything. <laughs> ah, we should do it. We should do a podcast on the things, the, the weird situations that make me put down a book. Cause <laughs> I have no, a few no, too. That's fine. But if I fall in love with a character and that happens, I'm like, I can't, I'm no, I'm devastated. I can't go on. now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be party to this. I can't know this. <laughs> 
So this book, how did you discover this book? Were you just walking around a bookstore or did you see it online somewhere? No, like I said, I really like zoos and mysteries, so I searched for zoo and mystery. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> there's one way to find a book. This, this cover came up of the Red Panda, and I hadn't even realized it was book six. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, yes, buy now, because I lack <laughs> impulse control. <laughs> I don't think I don't think uh, impulse control applies to book buying. Like, I, I don't think that's a thing. Very true. You should just always go with your gut. Yeah, yeah. If you're like, I want to read that, then you should just read that. Uh, that should be a rule. So as soon as I finished it, I went online and bought The Anteater of Death. So that should come very soon. Awesome. We'll have to do a follow-up so you can give us a review of like the whole series. <laughs> is this the most recent one? The the Red Panda one? Is that the most recent one? Or, or did you start like in the middle somehow? I believe this is the most recent. Okay. Okay. So you just started at the end, you know, start with dessert. <laughs> I started with accused animal. <laughs> That's fair. That's totally fair. There's a puffin of death, a llama, a koala, and an <laughs> otter. Oh, I got to check out that otter of death. So, yeah. I want I want a sloth of death, please. <laughs> I will write and let her know. We need yes. a sloth of death. Well, we'll send her the podcast recording and be like, listen, <laughs> we have requests. Sloth of death. That would be hilarious. I held a baby sloth one time at a at a conservation thing. It was cool. And you were like, I oh. mean, you hold the blanket, really. You don't hold the sloth itself, but a baby sloth will cling to whatever is fuzzy. Right. Because it thinks it's its mom. So, yeah, that was awesome. So, yeah, sloth of death. Let's do that one. Next. <laughs> I'll get right on that. Yeah. We're just planning someone else's series. That's fine, right? <laughs> we have that podcast power. Podcast power, yeah. Um, so this is also, this is a small press book, right? Not independently published by the author, but independently published by a small press. Correct. Uh, it okay. is Poison Pen Press. I think they do about 25 a year. Oh, that's pretty good. That's that's a respectable number of books. And they do, that sounds like a mystery, like they do only mystery. Uh, it did look mainly mystery related. I didn't delve too deep into it, um, but the cover page had a lot of mystery type books on it. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, Poison Pen, that just... It, <laughs> it kind of gives it away, like this is what we're doing. <laughs> Yeah, it's good branding, actually. Yeah. So um, was there anything about the book that surprised you? Like, you did you, you go into this zoo mystery, you think you know what you're getting. Was there anything that was, like, surprisingly good or surprisingly, like, off in a weird direction that, that isn't going to be a huge spoiler? Um, I wouldn't say there was anything that surprised me. They, they definitely have an active, happy couple life. Ah, okay. Um, which you normally don't... I mean, it's it's very shade to black kind of thing, but you normally don't get much of that in a cozy. But again, it was very much a, like, and they are off. Goodbye. <laughs> so nothing blatant. But other than that, no. It, it's all based on a murder that happens actually on a, a based on a TV show that's filming there where the new character is a marionette red panda. <laughs> okay, okay. If there are any TV producers listening... Please sign this because I want to see this on film. Well, it's, the it's marionette not exactly red panda. that. It's actually a dinosaur show, and the red panda is the new person <laughs> that moves in. So, and they're all very unhappy that the red panda's there. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything about this. This is. I'm so excited that you decided to do this as a review because this is wonderful. No, it made me happy. And, you know, that's what I was looking for. It, it was just a, a great, fun book that I, I whisked through, and I can't wait to read the rest. So 
I can't think of a higher acclaim. <laughs> yeah, there is no higher praise than that, I don't think. I kind of love this book already. I'm going to probably go, you know, purchase my own copy as soon as we're done here. Um, I'll put I'll put links in our in our podcast notes so anybody who who is just delighted as we are by red panda <laughs> murders, really not murdering cool. red pandas. With the anteater of death. I mean, don't Yeah, you should okay, yeah. Let's start with the anteater and see what happens with him. I mean, I'm not here to tell anybody how to how, how to live their life. If, if you want to start with with a kangaroo, like that's cool. That's true. You do you. <laughs> you do you. That's right. And if anyone's read your darker series, I'd love to hear about that too. Because I'm gonna definitely try that out as well. Somebody let us know how dark is dark, because that'd be good to know. For this book, you mentioned there's some. Um, gently hinted upon adult situations. Where would you put this in terms of like, how old would your kid have to be before you'd let them read this? Oh, it's fairly kid safe. I mean, when I say fade to black, it's it's pretty much a, uh, she mentions her seduction genes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> we're, we're, we're not talking over the top here. This is a, okay. a woman wearing a black t-shirt and seduction jeans that are a little too tight to sit in. That That's about what we're going with. <laughs> I really like this is delightful. I, I'm really, I, I'm not being very helpful because I keep giggling because I'm just, I haven't seen the book cover yet. Full well, disclosure, I, I haven't seen it. <laughs> so I'm just picturing the book cover and every detail I get, I get a little more of what I think it's going to look like. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll try to put that in the comments or a link to the book at least so that we you can see what we're talking about. You just want to pick him up and smush his little head. <laughs> so the cover definitely worked on you. It was 100%. Like, this is the book I want to read based purely on the cover. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you tell yes. me zoo mystery and there's a panda. I didn't even read the back. I was just like, bye now. <laughs> I would be an easy sell on this book. <laughs> and it paid off, darn it. Hey, when you know it's the right fit, it's just the right fit. Tell us again, one last time, the title and author of this lovely book. It is The Panda of Death by Betty Webb, and it's part of the Gun Zoo Mystery Series. It's funny every time. I love it. On that delightful note, don't forget to follow us, and we'll see you next time. Well, you'll hear us next time? How do you say that? Join us next time. And join us next time when things happen that I'm not going to tell you about. Yay. Yay! If anyone else has a book they'd like us to review, or if that, a book that you've written, or that someone you love has written that you think that we would love, we do have a form on our website that you can fill out at imperativepressbooks.com. Just give us the information and 